This program is brought to you by thejewishtorch.com, a unique program for Jewish communities around the world. One evening, inspiration for a lifetime. In 1492, when Christopher Columbus set sail to the Americas, one of the greatest tragedies in the history of the Jewish people began to take place. In this five-episode program, you will hear about the events that took place before and after this ordeal, the amazing story of pseudo-Jews, what happened in Portugal, and what Jewish writers wrote about these incidents 400 years later. Get ready for a fascinating mini-series on the Spanish expulsion of 1492. The Spanish Expulsion of 1492, Part 1, The Golden Era. When we talk about the year 1492, we are reminded of Columbus, who sailed during that same year from Portugal to the Americas. In 1492, however, one of the most shocking events in Jewish history took place, the expulsion of Spanish Jews from Spain. As you will hear shortly, it was one of the most dreadful affairs Jews had ever endured, and the scars will still be visible hundreds of years later. In the mid-1990s, I worked for a financial firm in New York City. My boss had a series of books on his desk that were written by his father, the historian Chaim Beinhardt. The books were on the subject of the Spanish expulsion of 1492 and its aftermath. As I worked the graveyard shift, I had time to sneak into my boss's room and in the small hours of the night I would read about the history of Spanish Jews prior to and after their expulsion from their homes. At times, I was dumbfounded and wondered, how is it possible that I know so little about my own people's history? Jews were expelled from different countries during the Middle Ages, starting around the 7th century and never really ceasing. They were expelled from England, France, Austria, cities, towns, and provinces. At times, they were expelled because a ruler wanted their property to repay a pressing debt. At times, the local church told its believers that Jews were a disease and had to be removed. Other times, pure anti-Semitism and hatred of the other, of someone who looked different and spoke a different tongue, was the cause. So why is the expulsion of Jews from Spain considered a monumental event in Jewish history and the rest are not. Over 100,000 Jews were expelled from France in the 14th century, but it's considered inconsequential in relation to the Spanish expulsion. Why is that? Well, let's start from the beginning. The name Spain is mentioned in the Old Testament. In the book of Obadiah, it is written that when the exiles from Jerusalem, who are in Sfarad, or Spain, will possess the towns of the Negev. Later scholars identified this area as Spain, and until today the word Sfarad in Hebrew means Spain. A Sephardi Jew, in literal translation, is a Spanish Jew. The area was located as far away west as was known to mankind, and was considered the end of the world. According to legend, Jews settled in Spain possibly around 500 BC, but our earliest evidence, a grave marking, comes from the 1st century AD. Buildings that have been identified at synagogues were present in Spain since the 3rd and 4th century. During the 4th century AD, Christianity became the official religion of the Holy Roman Empire, or Central Europe if you will, and the position of the Jews began to change and not in their favor. Jews became ostracized and were blamed for killing Jesus and for continuing to claim that Jesus was not the Messiah 
by sticking to their own religion and refusing to accept the true faith. In Spain, Jews slowly began to feel the pressure of the church through local leaders and rulers. In the year 613, King Sisbut declared that Jews either convert to Christianity or leave his lands in what today is considered Spain. Several thousand Jews left Spain and thousands of others converted to Christianity. Some Jews outwardly converted but kept their Jewish practice in secret, away from the watching eye of the king and the church. In the meantime, a new religion began to spread from the Middle East to North Africa, Islam. Islam began in the Middle East in the 7th century, and during the 8th century AD, Muslims conquered the Iberian Peninsula, which today is home to Spain and Portugal, as well as the tiny country of Andorra, and to Gibraltar, which is a British dominion. The Jews and secret Jews, or crypto-Jews, or pseudo-Jews, we'll use these terms interchangeably, welcomed the Muslim conquerors, and in some cases even assisted them in their struggle against the Christians of Spain. Throughout the cities and towns of Spain, now under Muslim rule, Jews flourished in what will be known as the golden age of Jewish culture in Spain. The first Jewish person to rise to a high-level position in the Spanish Caliphate, or Muslim Kingdom, around the year 950 AD was Hasdai ibn Shaprut. The name means Hasdai, son of Shaprut. Ibn, his middle name, is an Arabic word meaning son of, which can hint at how closely Jews were intermingled with the Arab and Muslim culture. Shaprut became a close advisor to the enlightened ruler Abd al-Rahman III. He became his personal doctor and later rose to top-level positions as the finance minister and one of his top diplomats, or foreign minister if you will. Rather amazing to think that the finance and foreign minister of the largest Muslim kingdom in the world was Jewish. During this period, which is known as the Jewish Golden Period or Era, Jews, Muslims and Christians cooperated on many levels and Jews took an important role in the courts of the Muslim Caliphs or rulers. They served as doctors, educators, scientists, businessmen, writers, warriors or soldiers and diplomats. Jews wrote in both Arabic and Hebrew. They wrote poetry, philosophy, science and religious texts. For a very long time, they were not oppressed by the ruling power, but treated almost as equals. Later on, the main caliphate, or Muslim kingdom in Spain, was divided into many courts that rivaled each other in their prosperity and splendor. In some of these courts, such as the Kingdom of Granada, southern Spain, Jews such as Shmuel Nagid or Samuel the Prince, or President of the Jews in literal translation, rose to fame. Samuel the Prince was the head of the army in wartime, and ran the day-to-day -day operations in peacetime very much like a prime minister or president. Shmuel Nagid took under his wings one of the most famous writers of the time, the poet Shmuel Ibn Gvirol, which today is also a main street in Tel Aviv. His poetry is still sung today and he is considered one of the greatest Hebrew poets to have ever lived. In the year 1066, some Muslims in Granada were unhappy seeing Jews rising to many important official positions and drove them out of the kingdom while committing many acts of violence against them. In other Spanish courts ruled by Muslims, the Golden Age continued with people such as Rabbi Yehuda Levi, a doctor, poet and philosopher, one of the most important Jewish figures to have ever lived. In Tel Aviv, where the Ibn Gvirol street ends, Yehuda Levi street begins. A very clever hint at the timeline of Jewish history and of poets in the golden era of Muslim Spain. As the golden era came to an end, 
It was still too early to see the storm clouds gathering over the Jews of Spain, but they were gathering nonetheless. This is it for part one of the program, the Spanish expulsion of 1492. In the second part, we talk about the looming danger the Jews began to face. Until next time, we are the Jewish Torch Program. One evening, inspiration for a lifetime.